This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's new. The Saturday Night Showcase happens now. Power 93.5. Let's Wichita local artists get their shine on. ICT's Party Station. The only station that's supporting Wichita's local artists. Power 93.5. So who are you? Let them know who you are. I am Zaisha Yamari. You gotta say the whole thing. That is my name, Zaisha Yamari. Zaisha Yamari. You from here? Born and raised in Wichita? Um, yes and no. Okay, so I was born here, but when I was a baby, we moved to Alabama. I didn't really know anything about Kansas until I was like, we moved back in the fourth grade. So I say I'm from both, but I love Wichita. I don't care what nobody say. I love Wichita. What part of Alabama? Um, lower Alabama. My mama used to call it uh, L.A. <laughs> um, but Dothan, Alabama, it's next to Troy. Well, it's close to Troy. I don't know if you've heard of Troy University, all them places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only like maybe two hours away from Montgomery. See, that's, that's a little bit too deep south, though, for me. Like, there's something mm-hmm. about the south, like... If you're not from there, if you haven't lived there, if you haven't been raised there, it's like, don't go there. I would say don't. It's like Gucci Mane country. (laughs) I would say Alabama is not the place to visit, but Georgia and Florida, which I've been to both and I used to live in Florida, go there. I used to live in Jacksonville. It's pretty lit. So when did you move again? Back to Wichita Um, or to Wichita? The first time uh, was when I was in the fourth grade. So, And then since 2015, I've moved eight times so <laughs> now you had mentioned before we popped on the mics you had said that you did beauty pageants yes did that start in Alabama yes um my mom had me in pageants when I was a little girl um I was tiny miss bronze and like I was on floats and stuff like that did you that. say tiny miss bronze yes <laughs> I love that <laughs> <laughs> I still have pictures um I'm pretty sure my dad still has like the portfolio at home in Alabama but um yeah I had like I believe five crowns and eight trophies and then my mom had some too because we did some together when did you get out of that Mm, I think I was like maybe five or six and I just told my mom I didn't want to do it anymore I wish I didn't tell her that (laughs) because that actually helped though made me feel more comfortable on stage but my parents didn't even know I was into music at that age so See, and that kind of rose the question, some of the stuff that you learned and practiced in pageantry, mm-hmm. has that helped you as an artist? Um, when I finally did get back on stage, it was like second nature. It was Being on stage is everything. It doesn't bother me at all. So, so you do music. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing it? I've been singing forever. Um, I started 
writing and doing like poetry and stuff in middle school. And then in high school, I really like let it be known like, hey, this is what I want to do. I got my first guitar when I was 15, self-taught. And then um, I got my second one when I was 17. And I started doing shows outside of school my senior year. My first show was at our coffee house uh, around this down the street from North High, where I graduated. Go Redskins. Go Redskins. Class, <laughs> class 97. Once a Redskin, always a Redskin. Always, always. You know what, so, I'm you know what I mean? Yes. So, um, yeah. I've been doing music forever. Um, so my first show was at our coffee house, and then I moved to Florida, and I started doing shows there. And somebody seen me one time, and they're like, I want to get you paid to do this. And I was like, for real? And so I had my first paid show in Florida. That was back in 2016. Now, where was that in Florida? Jacksonville. So then when did you come back from Florida? I came back from Florida in 2016. Or what led you coming back? Was it just time to come back? Had you you (laughs) finished all your time in Florida? The reason I came back was before I left, this is like a little, I'm going to try to make the story brief. Okay, so... My senior year, I was talking to this guy, and um, we were supposed to go on a date, but then we didn't go, and then I graduated, ended up moving to Alabama, then moved to Florida, and then we were still talking, and we just ended up being like a thing, and so part of the reason I moved back was to be with him, Mm. so... We got together, and um, shout out to baby daddy. We had a baby. <laughs> hey, yeah, shout but, um, out to the baby daddy. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, we're not together anymore, but we're, we cool, we cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we have a beautiful you, You've got baby. a working relationship. Oh, yeah, we're, it has, we have grown since in Good. these three years. We have grown in these three years. So, um, yeah, we have a beautiful baby girl her name is Saray so shout out to my baby um she's she'll be three this year but um that's that's what led me coming back to Kansas if I'm gonna be honest love brought me back but you know that's the name of a song right there (laughs) love brought me back I'm serious write a poem to it make a song out of it and just credit me in it some way um it's it's amazing how many people come in and say they started off writing poetry first. Mm-hmm. Like, is that was that just an outlet for you to do poetry and then you want to do music? Was it always like, I want to do both? Um, Did one lead into the other or? No, I always wanted to, I always wanted to sing. I always wanted to do music, but poetry helped the writing process. Um, I remember, I remember when we started doing poetry in school, I think it was, Maybe I was in the sixth grade and we were learning about haikus and all different types of poems and how to word things together and I just I just loved it. But I like the I like non rhyming poetry. Hmm. So um, I like more of a storytelling type poetry. You know, I'm, I don't feel like I'm a Dr. Seuss type. <laughs> <laughs> no, no cat in the hat type. No, no. So when did you really start getting serious about it? I know you you said you got paid in Florida. Was before you went? Was that when you're like, okay, it's it's I want to do music. It's time to do it. Um, I knew I knew I was serious. Like I knew I wanted to start being taken serious. Um, my senior project because you have to do a senior project at North to graduate. It was to um, I studied music 
uh, entertainment and all that type of stuff. And Beyonce was like my basis. And I learned she is not just a singer. She's not just an entertainer. Like she knows every detail down to the light bulbs on mm. stage. So it was like, I want to have that type of work ethic. And so. I started doing shows, and then doing shows, I was a cover girl, and I was like, I don't want to be a cover girl. I want to sing my own stuff. So I, last year, 2019, I put out my first project on SoundCloud. I don't call it like an album or an EP, I just call it a project. Um, and it was called Confessions of a Love Addict. And um, so that's when I really started wanting to like be like, hey, I'm here, like I do this. Like I don't want to do shows and just do covers. Like, I want my own product out because I am my own. I, I am somebody, so yeah. I need you to know that. So um, I put out my first project, and it it went pretty okay for a first project for somebody that's not really known. And then um, I started doing more and more shows, but only singing my music. And then here we are, 2020, and I think I've done, like, five, six shows already this year. How many songs were on your first project? Um, there are eight songs on my first project, but there's a total of 13 songs on my SoundCloud. And do you just record that all here? Do you just chill um, with the guitar? What's the process of your songwriting? Um, I, find, I was finding, for that project, I was finding beats online, and um, I would take them to studios here in Wichita, um, and I actually recorded this that project with three different people um, at three different times. And so then I once I got all the music together, I was like, all right, this is it. I did all the work behind it and put it out. And then after I put out the project, um, people don't want to tell you the business behind the business behind <laughs> the music. And so somebody taught me all the business behind the music that I already had a project out. So now that I know what I have to do, to actually turn my music and my brand into something that's profitable for me, it takes a whole lot more time and money. Why do you think that is, though? Why do why I think nobody wants to tell yeah. the business? Um, because, let me just say uh -oh, this. Oh, she's getting comfortable. She's like, oh, <laughs> let me sit back. Let me. <laughs> I just want to make it clear. I love Wichita, but... But, comma... A lot of the artists um, here in Wichita are very um, stingy with information. And I'm like, the way I see it is somebody told you mm. so for free. So why can't you help the next person? So if I see somebody doing music and I'm like, hey, do you know about DistroKid? Do you know about BMI? Do you know about these things? Because I actually, my coworker, he does music and he's got all his equipment and everything. And he's like, nobody told me about none of this. And he was just planning on putting out a project. I'm like, you there, you can't just put out a project. I mean, you can if you want to get it stolen from you, if you know, because mm -hmm. people do steal music. And so I'm like, I want people to, there's, there's so much money out here to be made. Why not? everybody come up why do you have to I want to be the only one no it's okay it's okay if somebody makes it before you it it's not your time yet why do you why do you think the the thinking is like that here um I think people are so hungry to get out they don't know how to um 
they don't know how to work together, so they're just like me, me, me. But everybody that I know that is getting out, they are in a group of people. I don't know anybody alone that's getting out. So the people that are working together are the people, this is from what I know, the people that are working together are the ones who are progressing, while the people who are working alone, they're still in the same spot they were last year. So I make it a point to, I'm open to working with people and to networking and all that stuff because help me help you help us. <laughs> so. And so I actually uh, had heard of you before, but I got to see you perform at the, what is it, Dead Center Vintage? Dead Center Vintage. And you were talking about how it kind of made you nervous because the people were right there. Yes. Um, Close-knit, like, very intimate settings make me nervous, and I don't know why. And so I told myself after that event, I was like, I'm going to do more of those so I don't get nervous. Because I remember when I very first started letting it be known that I sing, and when I very first started doing shows, like, my legs would shake uncontrollably. And being in that small setting, I was, like, shaking, but I was trying to control it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe this is happening. But when I'm on stage, that doesn't happen anymore. So I'm just like, I need to do, I need to get used to that. Because I know there are going to be more settings where I'm, like, everybody's, like, right there in my face. So. Which one would you prefer? Like, out of, out of the settings, I know you don't like having people in your face, but out of the places that you've performed, like, once you're on stage, which would you prefer? Would you rather be able to see the audience, see the interactions, see how they're vibing, or just see lights and not re- just kind of see a couple people in front and then not see anybody after well, that? Well, see, I like, well, the settings that I've performed in, I can still see the people. Like, I performed at Barley Corns. I can still see the people, but we ain't on the same level. Like, you down there. Yeah, they have a little bit of a stage. Just about, mm-hmm. what, about a foot and a half, two feet, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, I just like being a little bit higher up. I don't mind seeing you because I'm going to look at you anyways, but being, like, dead in your face is just like, back up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Give me some space. <laughs> So, do you have any uh, performances uh, in the future? Um, or that you're working on? Like, what what are you working on right now? Are you, like, focused actually, on a new album? I'm working on my new album, and I'm also working on... So, I want to give the, the females in Wichita a little bit of more spotlight. Um, so, I'm working on putting on a show for females. We're... Still in the works, we're all in the group chat trying to figure out dates and venues and stuff like that. But it's going to be for the females. We got some, a uh, couple rappers, some singers. I don't know. Can I name drop? Name drop. We got Drix. We got Miss V. We got Shakira G. Um, I want to get Endless. I want to ask her if she wants to do it. Um, who else? We got um, Ariel. I think her name is Ariel Lene. I don't want to say it wrong. If I did, I'm sorry, girl. But, um, yeah, we we all want to... Uh, I got them together. Shakira actually brought Ariel into it. And so I just want us to all have, like, let it be known, like, hey, we see all men doing our thing, but we doing it too. So Drix and Tajane, sorry, Miss V are rappers. <laughs> and then me, I'm a singer, uh, oh, and Day. Day. Day is a singer. Uh, Shakira is a singer. And Ariel is a singer. So we want to 
you know, get on the scene like tough this year. That sounds fun. I'm gonna have to come out to that. Yes, as soon as we <laughs> get get it organized, we've we've picked a month. Now we just have to be for sure on the date, and then we're our venue. We can't really say our venue yet, but we're working on a certain venue for this. Now you mentioned, you know, you're like, hey, I see the guys doing their thing, but do you think there's a little bit of a double standard when it comes to? What like if mean? they if they had an all man show, they're always and all, all woman shows. Do you think people are going to look at the all woman show different? The way I look at it is like NBA and WNBA. Well, because put it this way, like an all man show isn't called an all man show. Exactly. But an all woman show, you're like, yeah, I want an all woman show. We're going to have an all woman show because we, like, I've been in these shows and they're look. The truth is. The music industry is male-dominated, and we don't have much of a light. We don't have much. People don't think we have much to say, and everybody thinks we're just singing about. I don't know if I could say that word on the radio. Probably not. Um, <laughs> about sex, about yeah, about, body, about yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as I understand, I don't make that type of music, and these girls don't make that type of music, so. We have something to say, and we're gonna we're gonna show you that we are not. And it's no offense, we are not all Megan the Stallions, you yeah. know. No, 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 yeah. So we not we're not all. Can I say strippers on the radio? Yeah, you can say strippers on the radio. <laughs> we're not all strippers, which no offense to you know that do your thing, get your money, but you know we we are honest people. We are classy women, so. Let us show you something different. Because I've heard a lot of men say they don't want to listen to females because they don't want to hear the same old thing. We want to hear something different. So, all right, we're about to make you hear something different. I like that. I like that. So respect. Uh, Let Me Love You, the single. Yes. Tell us about it. How did did it come about? Okay, so Let Me Love You, I wrote that over the summer. Um, I was seeing this guy. He's a boxer, and he's just this fine chocolate thing still fine to this day <laughs> but um he we were hanging out or whatever at my at my place and um we were drinking some wine or whatever and he was just talking to me and telling me about his situation with his um with his child's mother or whatever and he just was telling me he felt very unappreciated and like he everything he would do it just wasn't enough and I'm just like look my type of love hits different like just let me show you different like let me love you like you know so that's how that song came about and I wrote it in like two days and I sent him the lyrics and he was like oh my god I like it <laughs> so then I recorded it um with Dizzy, I believe I recorded it, and then that was on. That was actually on Confessions of a Love Addict, but then I put it on all platforms. Now, why'd you pick that one? Was that the one that just kind of resonated the most with you? Resonated the most with people? That song was with the boxer. (laughs) 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 That song was number one on my um, SoundCloud, Um, and the song after that was End of the Day, and people loved that song too. But um, it wasn't, there was a love-hate relationship with End of the Day. So I decided not to put that song out, but everybody loves Let Me Love You. So that was the song I put out. Because End of the Day was basically, um, 
it was it was a song for the ladies who are down for their for their men who will like do anything to make sure they're good, they're straight, they're and one of my lyrics is I ain't seen nothing, I ain't heard nothing, I'll take a charge for you. And when certain people heard that part, they're like, mm mm, no, mm mm, I ain't doing that. No, you that. can't charge it to the game. <laughs> can't can't do that and no so, more in twenty twenty. No, not anymore. And see, when <laughs> I wrote can't that, can't put on the Visa or Mastercard. <laughs> no, uh, look, I'm tired of paying for JPay. Stop emailing me, JPay. My inmate is not in jail no more. Like, I'm so so. I'm past. When I wrote that, that's who I was at that time. And so I had my aunt. She's like, I ain't taking a charge for nobody. I don't like that. And I'm just like, I was at a different place in life when I wrote that. So, yeah. Oh. The older people don't really care for that part of the song. <laughs> That's because they, uh, you know, been charged on too many times. That's the problem. Yeah. It's, it's not one charge is okay. A hundred charges, no bueno. Yeah. That's no. where it gets into the problem. So what's next for you? What's next? So I'm working on my album, Ecstasy. Um, that it, Everything comes out on a significant date. Um, and so I'm working on my album. It'll come out in the fall. And then I'm working on a single. Well, the single's already wrote. It's all a matter of getting it uh, recorded and mixed and mastered correctly. Because um, I'm very particular about the quality of my music. And I refuse, I refuse to put out bad quality. Um, so the song that I have coming out is called Trust In Me. I've performed it a few times. People really, really like it because it's... If you listen to my music, you will you will know the type of person I am and how I love and how I care. Not just for the person in the relationship, but for just people in general. So the music, I believe, in my opinion, within the past 10 years, wasn't very real. And now a lot of the artists coming out now are just giving us real, raw, honest truth. Like, that's why Cardi B took off, because she was just real, like, this is who I am. That's why Brent Fias is taking off, because he's real. What man is going to tell you the honest truth, like, this is what I'm doing, like? Do you think that people, do you think that people want to hear realness and are ready for it? Or is it, is the audience coming up to the music, I guess, is what I'm trying to ask. Because you're always going to have people who don't, really want real stuff and, and like, you know, mainstream and certain things like that, but... I feel like we're ready to hear something real. We want to hear the truth in life. Like, we're tired of... Can I, can I talk about drugs on the radio? Yeah, you can talk we're, about it. We're tired of hearing about rappers doing drugs or having these guns that they don't even have, or they're still talking about lifestyles they don't live anymore. And we're just like, we want to know something real. And so I feel like Brent Fiez is a perfect example of his music is very honest and it's very real. And that's what people want to hear. We don't want to hear no BS. Yeah. Like we just want to hear the truth of life. So... And I feel like he gives us that within, like, his, his songs are about, like, his loves or relationships. Even Blake Warrior, his his music, which is why one of the reasons why I love it, it's so honest and true and relatable. Like, I personally, 
I can't relate to what's going on in the streets. My my parents wouldn't even let me go over there on Piatt <laughs> growing up. <laughs> like we, I grew up on the West Side. We had to stay on the West Side. I could not go to the hood growing up. My parents, no. What you going over there for? What you about? Nope, wasn't happening. So it sounds like you put a lot of emphasis on being truthful in your music. Yes. How hard is it to do that though? It's not hard at all. Is it not hard for you to be truthful, or is it hard for people? to take the truth? I feel like it's hard for... I feel like it's hard for people to be truthful, but when you're truthful, life is so much easier because in my eyes, you're a worse person when you lie to me. Lying to me, in my eyes, is worse than what you actually did. So I just... Tell me the truth. I'll tell anybody, like... And I'll cut you off, like... Instantly, if you lie to me, like Gemini, Scorpio, Cancer, Cancer, okay. <laughs> like I mean, it, it took a long time <laughs> to be able to uh, cut off people, but I can't stand being lied to. Because if you lie to me, I feel like, what? What are you scared of me for? Like, why do you gotta lie to me? Because I'm open to giving chances on certain situations, but once you lie to me. I'm cool on it. And so my, my music is very honest. Like, I'm going to, if you broke my heart, look, you broke my heart, and I'm about to tell the truth on what you did. Like, don't, but don't go back and say, I didn't do that, or this ain't what that was. That is exactly what it was. And it's not okay that that's what that was, but it's okay that you tell the truth about it. Because once you speak your truth, you can live easier. I can't, I get physically sick if I lie. Like, I will feel nauseous, and I will have to come back to you and tell you, hey, this is what really happened. So, I don't like being lied to, and I don't want to lie to anybody. So, I just, look, this is what it is. <laughs> so, you're like, you're definitely, I can't do that in the music. And I definitely can't do that in the music. Somebody asked me to write a, um, somebody asked me to write, like, more of a, uh, sexual music and I couldn't do it not because it's not me but because that wouldn't reflect who I really am like I'm not a I can be sexy but I'm not a sex symbol that mm-hmm. that doesn't that isn't what I represent so I tried to write a song like that and it was terrible it was like the worst song I ever wrote and I'm like I have to write what's truly in my heart and sex is not what's in my heart like I write about my life experiences and the things that hurt me or the things that's helped me or just people that I've encountered every song that I've written is directly from a conversation that I've had so, like, there's a line in just about literally every song that I have is a line from a conversation that I've had. And my last project, majority of those songs were about my child's father. And so, like, I'll be like, So what's the next project? This? Do you got to have another baby to have another album? No. Like, what's Like, so what, what, the stuff you're writing now, how has that changed from the first project? So, Initially, my um, album was going to be called Left, and that was for everything I've ever left and everybody who's ever left me. And I just was feeling iffy on it, and I met with a DJ here, DJ Barefoot, and we had Good a com- Yeah, Good he's dude. awesome. We, we're both Brent Fiennes fans. <laughs> um, but we ha- we're having a conversation, and um, we were talking about how music makes me feel or whatever I said. 
when I listen to music, I was, when I had my apartment, I was like in the dark. All, well, didn't nobody turn on lights in my apartment unless she was cooking or something or go to the bathroom. So I would, it would be black in my house, dark in my house. I have my speaker, I have my incense going, and I just lay there in the dark and listen to music. And it just. Sandalwood, Dragon Blood. Indian Indian sage, what kind of oh, incense? Oh, as far as... She, you should have saw the look she just gave me. She was like, what are you talking about? I do sage. Um, right now, I have dragon blood sage. I got that from Cloud9. See, I'm hip. I'm hip. Yeah. I, I know Thanks the incense. Thanks, for the sage. I know all the incense uh, <laughs> flavors, you know. <laughs> but uh, right now, I have dragon blood sage. Since, I guess they aren't flavors. I. Yeah, <laughs> they're not flavors. You can't eat it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I would do sage and wax melts. Mm. I guess people say it's aromatherapy. I didn't think about it that way, but I was like, it's very much aromatherapy. Um, but that's how I would listen to music. And I'll tell everybody, like the first thing I say is music takes me to a place no human can physically take me. And it just takes me on a journey. And he was like, you're describing ecstasy. And I was like, that's the name of my album. And so I spell it X-T-C, and that's how I came up with the name for my album. So thanks, DJ Barefoot, for that. Look at Barefoot, dropping <laughs> gems. I like that. So um, Let Me Love You is coming soon, um, and then my album Ecstasy is coming out in the fall. And then, uh, let's see. Let them know where they can find you, all your social media stuff. So my Instagram is Zaisha Yamari Music. It is Z-Y-E-S-H-A-Y-A-M-A-R-I Music. And then um, my on any music platform, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Amazon, Tidal, my name is Zaisha Yamari, um, Z-Y-E-S-H-A-Y-A-M-A-R-I. And then um, I don't really tweet, but my Twitter name is official Zaisha Z Y E S H A, and yeah. And then we haven't really talked about the, the the Wichita scene that much. What do you think about it? How do you like it? How can it get better? How can it get worse? Who are you listening to? Who are you feeling? Oh, okay. I'm so glad you asked me this because I just had to give him a shout out, Blake Warrior. Blake Warrior. Oh my gosh, I listen to him. Table for two. Table for two. Look at me, look at me. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Don't say Sorry, her. Blake. I was about to take it over. I was about to take it over. <laughs> I look, Blake. I actually text him ever so often, and I'll be like, "I let somebody hear your song and they love it." Like, I love his music. He is so good guy too. Yeah, really, really he's solid. He's very. Dude. He's very humble and nice. Um. So Blake Warrior, I listen to him literally every day. You gotta do that collab, the Zayisha Blake Warrior. That, that would be, be dope. That, can I say dope on the radio? You can say dope. <laughs> that would be that would be fire. And um, who but else? you can't say fire though. Oh okay. No, I'm not. Dang. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. And I listen to Jordan Lattimore. He's mm-hmm. he's fire. Um, Drix. Fire, love her music. She's actually going on tour or is on tour with Larry June. Yeah, she, yeah, she's been on tour what the past couple months, like yes, since November. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Pretty I'm a look. I go hard for Drix because people give her a hard time because she is um, 
in the LGBT community and mm-hmm. she's a rapper. And I'm like, mm-mm, no, y'all not about to discredit her. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a big fan of her and a big fan of Jordan and a big fan of Blake. And then there's this guy named Justin Lewis and his voice is just like butter. He sounds amazing. Um, he went on tour. I think he went like to Canada on tour or something oh, like wow. that. He And he's from here. He's super great young guy. Um, but yeah, I I listen. I listen to to the people out here. So and I support. I will tell anybody. It really doesn't take nothing but a couple minutes to listen to a song and share it. And people people who know me know I only listen to a certain type of music. But I when I hear talent, I know talent. So just because it's not my type of music, that don't mean I'm not going to share it. Because I know people who will be into that. So I'm all open for sharing. That that's the least I could do is hit the share button. You know. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. <laughs> hey, this is Aisha, and you're about to hear my song, Let Me Love You, on the Saturday Night Showcase. Shout out, Young Swiss. And let us know what you think of tonight's local artist. Only on Wichita's Power 93.5. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.